With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Vancouver, Vancouver. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best, right? Honest person, honest podcaster, Kyle Bowen, bringing you this episode of Sipping on a 40. (laughs) And like I said, I'm trying to do my best. I told the people I would hold it together for 10 games. Right, Jim Benning, my best friend. I got his back. They proved me wrong last year. I got their back. But after seeing that, that was something else. And let's be real. They've played 18 periods of hockey this season, and they've probably played three good periods. The third period in Edmonton, game one. That first period in Calgary, the second time around. I can't even think of the third one, okay? What we just saw, that was embarrassing. It really was. It really was something else. And it could only be summed up like this. And again, I'm Kyle Bowen. I told the people, I told the world, I told the world, right? This is the team. This is the team. That's going to be the best in Canada. And everything that could go wrong so far for this team has pretty much gone wrong. Am I right on that? I think I am. Okay. And this, again, can be just summed up to this. Get your damn act together. Stop being a national damn embarrassment. Stop being a national embarrassment because that was embarrassing. It also is what it is, okay? On today's episode, we'll talk to Nick Bondi. We'll go through that game. And then I'll also give you the 10 reasons why the Canucks, hey, bump the music again, your Canucks uh, will get out of this slump, okay? We have some fun. We do things different uh, on a network and this show that Chris Faber, a.k.a. the king of podcasts in the city, co-signed. Yeah, that's like a Kendrick Lamar co-sign. Let's be honest. Let's be real. Let's do this sipping on a 40. Man, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. We got the star of the Nux Misconduct Network on the program today. <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate you pumping my tires like that, man. We had to do it after a game like this, and I needed not only the star of the Nux Misconduct Network on my side tonight, I needed a friend because I feel yeah. as if... This is the type of nights you need to, you know, people to talk you off the ledge. Yes, because I'm not supposed to be here. I told, I told the people, I told myself, you know, I'm away 10 games. I'm away 10 games. Here I am at, at game six, and I'm concerned. I'm pissed. I'm a little mad. Like, the optimism is just oozing all out of me. And, man, I'm starting to hate Jim Benning again. This can't happen. I'm not a phony. Kyle Bowen's not a phony. This can't happen. I can't be bouncing around like this. But, yo, that was concerning. And I want to start off with this. You know, when we did the season previews and when we were talking in the offseason, yeah, we we believed in the core, right? We believed in the Pedersons, the Bessers, the Hughes. But we also knew that this team needed, yes, needed, Vesna-like goaltending. And we believed that Ian Clark and Holpe and Demko, 
could possibly give us that. Yo, if this team does not get great goaltending, if they don't have that backbone, uh, they they can't they can't be good. They can't be good. Yeah, and Jacob Markstrom's not walking back through that door. Let's let's get that let's get that straight. And I think the Canucks have two options here the rest of the season. And uh, hear me out, Kyle. Let me know what you think. Okay, you can either a play a more defensive style to make up for the fact you don't have Vezina level goaltending, but I don't think they have the players for that. Like, do you really trust guys like Jake Vertanen, Adam Gaudet in a more defensive style? I, I certainly don't. So I don't think that's the option. I think the more likely option is just simply, you know, try to score four goals every game. Hope you get a couple of saves. And that's really the the recipe of success for success the the rest of the season. I don't I don't see any really any other way around it. And I, yeah, no, and b- before the season, right? Like I, I said it. If Pedersen and Hughes are that top, top level, this team, they can paper over some of those holes that we knew they have. And the fact of the matter is, they haven't been up to that level so far. And it was a lofty bar. You know, they had to be two of the best players at their position for the for that to for that to happen. That hasn't happened yet. It, it, I, I think but I think the big takeaway from this game, these past two games, Kyle, is Jim Benning's cap management has come back to bite this team in the most visceral, impossible to ignore way that it possibly could. There is no way you can ignore the cap mismanagement of this team from that re- resulted from you know the multiple years of odorous contracts from the past few off seasons. When you have a guy they could have kept, Tyler Toffoli. Score five goals uh, on you. And go before that. Yo, Markstrom took game. Markstrom took four points away from these guys too. <laughs> Recently. But you could but you could but that that's 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 different. That's you know an away game. Markstrom, you know, had a good had a shout out obviously the first game. This is totally different. When a guy scores five goals on you in two games, and let's be honest, Toffoli, he should have had a hat trick tonight. They were trying to feed him that puck so <laughs> hard later in the game, right? Like when on the power play, they knew how much it meant to tire Toffoli. There's no way you can ignore the cat management with this team after what Tyler Toffoli just did. And let's and it's the points been made. If they had just not qualified Jake for Tannen bought out Brandon so they could afford Tyler Foley. I think it's a bit more complicated than that. I think that I think that was honestly on the table for the Vancouver Canucks. But I think Francesco Aquilini just said, hey, we don't want to spend the money to buy out Brandon Sutter. You look at they they went out of their way to not spend real cash this year. It's been well documented how much the Vancouver Canucks have laid off staff during this this COVID pandemic. So I think that that was definitely they could have kept him. But I think you know, well, ownership said we don't want to buy out players, and if that's and that case, makes sense, and that makes sense. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Money. It's his money. It's it's twenty twenty, and if you look back at what Benning's done in the past with bad contracts and bad hirings and whatnot, dude, the guy is paying off a lot of a lot of checks that don't even involve anyone in this organization. You know, it's come back to bite them this Yo. season. No, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. And there's no way. Again, if you were one of those people that said. The Canucks don't have a cap problem. It's all under control. There's no way you can ignore it after Tyler Toffoli scores five goals in two games. And they're playing him on Saturday. <laughs> they're playing him on Saturday. No, he's playing he great have, hockey. He can, have, he can have seven, eight goals in three games against this team. <laughs> Yo, could you yeah, imagine straight that? Up, straight up. No, it's very real. 
It's a very real possibility. Yo, I I, I told the people, right? I said that this might have been the worst stretch of days. You know, let's let's say eight to nine days. Hey, we'll we'll lead it into Saturday, right? Nine day stretch of Jim Benning's tenure with the Vancouver Canucks because those things are biting him. And again, we knew those contracts were there, and we knew it was you know upwards of twenty million dollars of absolute waste, absolute waste sitting there. But still, here we were. I'm talking to myself, right? I think I'm a decently smart hockey fan, a sports fan. I was still optimistic because of that top heavy talent. And again, it ties back Damn. to what I thought about the goaltending and they just need a backbone because we're talking about one of the worst defensively run teams in the league. And this was the case last year too, it was. So we were hopeful that the goaltending would give them a backbone. And again, Ian Clark, uh, they gotta do something over the next couple of days and try to figure this out because they need one of them to really step up. One of them to step up. And, and Green has tried to find that guy by just alternating starts. And it's just not working out. I'm not blaming them. I'm not blaming them because the Canucks suck at defense. But I'm just saying for this team to go anywhere, they really fucking need that. Now, uh, let's let, let's talk about Toffoli a little bit more. And again, what's happened over the last week with this team? How deflating do you think it is? And maybe I'm just blowing this out of proportion. How deflating do you think it is for the core of this team to witness that? on the ice it has it has to be deflating there's no way there's no way it can't and knowing right? like that they, sven berchi knowing that louis erickson knowing that tyler myers getting paid a ton of money brandon Sutter, all these guys are just that's why we could that's why markstrom's not with us anymore that's why to fold like what erickson's not even playing and i i called erickson the worst player in the nhl and it's not just based on the skill and whatnot it's actually based on how much of an anchor this guy is to this organization real talk real talk it's yeah good for him he getting motherfucking paid like good for him yeah, dog. good for him, good yeah. for him dog. Look, they, they've but, all said they've all said in in various you know articles and i i, I saw the interview that bull Harvard did between the between periods and i think the first game went small you admit it, like how is a great guy to have around the room he's a great goal scorer like they like this guy and he got instant chemistry when he came over to the mm -hmm. team and then when he let him walk for nothing and like, jim benning got a bit of a bad break this offseason where both of his both as i say big free agents in Markstrom and Defoley went to Canadian teams and it just ha <laughs> so happens to be the year where you're playing those guys, you know, eight, nine, ten times a year. Eight, like, nine, ten, no not four yeah. times, not four yeah, times. You're, yeah. you're, <laughs> Dude. You're, play you're playing Markstrom. You've already played him twice twice so far. You're playing him eight more times. Eight more times because I, and I think Thomas Grants brought this up on the VanCast. Shout, shout out to them. There's not every time the Canucks play the Flames the rest of the way. It's not there's not gonna be any back to backs in there. So yo, theoretically, you are playing Jacob Markstrom eight more times this season. Yo, you know, I'm just like, I guess I'm it's just, ridiculous, right? I'm just a weird person. I find it entertaining. Like, this would be, I... be it for Defoli. This would be it for Defoli in a regular season. You'd be done after two games, and they'd be split up after you know probably a few months. Now he got one more game on Saturday, and at some point during the season, you gotta go out to Montreal and play him two or three times. <laughs> yeah, and he's a great player. For him to score two or three goals, we're, a game we're being reminded. Uh, with that now this is i don't even think this is crazy and look at me right six games into the season i didn't think i was going to say something like this but this is the team like this is the fucking team this is the roster that has to get it done and i still believe there's a strong chance that they can get it done because it's still only six games you, you can argue that this is this is like some preseason jitters or whatever right you can still put that on the table but hey yeah. after 15 games if this is still the case where they're maybe like six to seven points out of 
one of those top four spots. Th this may sound crazy, but with this being the roster and with Travis Green not having a contract, I'm telling you the smoke will be there. The smoke will be there because what's the what's the patented sports franchise move, right? You want to spark the boys up, right? Get the yeah, fucking coach out the of coach, there. Can the coach? And, and hey, Jim, I don't even like that because I fuck with Green, but I can see it happening. Yeah. yeah, I think Travis Green is an above average NHL head coach, and now it was solidified to me in the bubble when he pulled all those shenanigans before Game Five, right? If you remember that against St. Louis Blues, all those lineup hiding the lineup and, and all that stuff. <laughs> Look, tra for, for Jim Benning. It's pretty easy to get rid of Travis Green at this point and, you know, try and do that move because, again, he doesn't have a contract after this season. You can just fire him, you pay him the rest of the season, and that's it. He's done. So if, if, if Jim Benning wants to go down that route and blame Travis Green, which is 100% not his fault, but it is prerogative as a GM, it's going to be very easy financially for him to do that. Again, with all the layoffs and all the, yeah. all the rumors of, of Aquilini's don't want to spend money, I, I doubt I doubt they, it too now. can a coach. Yeah. And then pay him for not coaching, and then the bring team, someone right? in. And who's gonna? Yeah. Who's who are they gonna bring in for? Exactly. For term and term mm -hmm. brings dollars. And who's gonna sign a one-year deal to be a coach? You know, and during this quarantine season, I know it's it sounds yeah. crazy, but with this being the roster that has to get it done, like something has to be done. So I wonder what Travis Green is going to do with adjustments, and maybe just not with the lineup physically, but what does he do in the room? Who does he talk to? Is there a players-only meeting? Because it's six games, but man, through 18 periods of hockey, I, Bondi, I'm telling you, I've really only seen two solid periods. And I know they won yeah. last night, but it was it was kind of chaotic the whole game. You know, it was one of those games. Anyone could have won that game. They've played two solid periods this whole way through, through 18 periods. And that is concerning. Everyone's getting hurt. And man, like... <laughs> They're going to have to rely on all these young defensemen and Tyler Myers is just being Tyler Spiza. Like, this is bad. And I mentioned all these contracts that were so bad on yesterday's episode. I forgot to mention Tyler Myers because he's playing. He's playing. We had a terrible game tonight. And guess what? Terrible. He's probably going to be suspended for that hit. Yeah, whatever, man. Game. There's no doubt about it. And if you look at, if you look at their defense, what the hell's you've got? Edler's going to be out. <laughs> Hamannick's going to be out. Jalen Chatfield's going to be out. He's gonna be out. You're missing four defensemen right there. Yeah, so you're gonna play. You're gonna play Quinn Hughes, forty minutes a game. Nate, yeah, and Nate Schmidt pairing. When you forty minutes. When you play a guy. That's really only option. When you play like guy like Quinn Hughes, 28, 29 minutes a game, and throw him in there. It's not as you see. Like it's not that you see his deficiencies. It's just kind of hard for him to even get into the game. Like he's picking up a lot of power play points playing at the top there but yeah we we need to see more from him and i think it's gonna Nate be different Schmidt at one point in the game played entire two minute shift on the penalty kill <laughs> played that two ea minutes. sports nhl 21 <laughs> type of shift man that's that's something Green else just said, yo they switched skating to the bench and, and travis was like no 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 stay out stay out stay what out. tyler myers did in this game it was just an accumulation of him doing all these horrible things and it was probably the worst hockey game he's played in his career <laughs> i'm not gonna fuck you will probably say that the way he ended it's like this guy didn't want to play hockey anymore he's like fuck it i don't want to play for a week i don't want to play tyler for a myers. week tyler myers eric branson with a longer neck dude man dude. He's just, he, like that one i can't remember I, all these montreal goals blur together at this point there was one point we just has like a backhand pizza right up the middle of the ice leads directly to the gloves. What are you doing, man? Like, come He's frustrated, on. man. He's frustrated. Yo, this fan base is frustrated and it, it flipped really quick and Benning's 56 already... 56 games. 56 games. You gotta start turning around now. 50 games left and 
50 games after this. Hey, it, it would be, I think I would be more patient. Well, and I'm trying to be patient. I probably will wake up tomorrow, you know, feeling a little bit better. Because, yo, Bonnie, man, I just haven't gotten a lot of sleep this week. And, bro, I haven't smoked weed in 21 days. You know, I'm still waiting until February 1st. You, 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 what's your skincare routine? Like, your <laughs> skin's looking good. I'm telling you, life is great, baby. Life is great, man. I did get some, you know, hey, I'm going to tell the people right now. Hey, honest person, honest podcaster, it's some stuff from Sephora. Nice. Life's, yeah, life's no, good. good. Life's good, baby. Life is good, you know. I'm just a little tired this week, and it happened to coincide with what Tyler Toffoli did over two games and again this was just a horrible deflating performance and it was another second period where it's like why why didn't this team show up like what the fuck is going on like they were just invisible they can't can't play defense and we've seen it last year too like how many times did Jacob Markstrom paper over the defensive holes oh man we so negative man we so negative right now and again he's not walking back through the door you gotta find some way to tighten it up defensively and I just don't think with the personnel on their team right now, they can do that. And again, I think the I think the most realistic strategy for turning this around is simply score four goals a game. Five. I would say five. Four or five goals a game and hope, you know, hope your Demko can make enough saves okay. to get to get you a win. Let, let's end on that note because I do in my in my heart, in my belief system, I think I think that those two are actually just like super important to all of this working out. Okay, so and, what, and what can a, what can a coach Ian, do? What can Ian Clark yeah, do? Well, yeah, and, What's going to happen? Go back to your Ian Clark point. Like yeah. it's going to take time to see any of these changes. Remember, remember when remember when Jacob Markstrom came in 2014, the longer trade when he became an elite oh, league goalie. Man. That took time. That took time. Man, it's not going to have Ian Clark's. You know, not a magician. It's not, not going to work overnight. It's going to take time with these with it, especially with a guy like Demko. Demko presumably will be here for the long haul. Hope we hope he, so. We hope so, man. Like this is a hope big... for at least this season, maybe even next season. Who knows what happens with Vegas expansion? So the Ian Clark magic, you know, is going to take time. It's not going to happen. You know, they're they're not going to fix the goaltending by Saturday. Yo, can they That's go out for dinner? Not happen. Can these guys go out for dinner? Can, can Ian Clark take Hopi and Demko out for dinner? Send him an audio book. Just send him an audio book. Real talk, man. Honestly, like they got to get it together because this team needs a backbone. And we saw what happened when this team does get good goaltending. We didn't see it in the Vegas series, but we saw it throughout the season, right? When they get good goaltending, great goaltending. Actually, I love it. Fantastic goaltending. Everyone just relaxes a little bit more. I mean, this team is Swiss cheese defense. Like It's a little bit more, but it buys them time to capitalize on their chances. It just gives them that boost. And right now, I don't think they're that confident in any aspect of their game and when a team finds themselves at that point they really need to start from their deep uh, their goaltending i'm sorry so <laughs> i don't know man i don't know but i do believe yes i do believe it's raining vancouver hallelujah it's raining vancouver still the best team in fucking canadia okay it's only fucking six games okay i just had to get it out I just have to get it out. It's only six games, baby. It's only six games. Bondi, thank you so much for joining no us. No problem, man. No problem. This, is, uh, this has been a lot of fun. So, we so, got to do these more. Yeah, hundred, do these more. Dude, man, so easy. Click a Zoom invite. Boom, bam. Yeah. We just podcasters now. Yo, yo, we got to talk about that, baby. We got we got the Chris Faber cosign, man. Yeah, we got the yeah, Chris Faber cosign, man. Hey, we doing it right, man. We doing it right. But, hey, we got to get all that film and stuff done. And I know that. You're on YouTube now, so I think the game's going to yeah, change. Yeah, subscribe to the Power of the Powell YouTube. Uh, hopefully, I can get, you know, these past interviews uh, up on there. It, it's going to take some time because I got to go through all the interviews yeah, and yeah. everything on all the past episodes. But it's there. All the full interviews will be on YouTube, like, incrementally. 
ah, you know, take your time. We'll learn as we go. But there's a huge audience there, and I think it's, uh, you know, when you get that Chris Faber co-sign, you know, you're doing things right. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. And you know game. what? You know yeah, what? Here, here's the thing, Bonnie. He said in no particular order, right? That yeah, only matters. That, that yeah, that only matters for numbers two to five. <laughs> but yeah. hey, it don't matter to the to the name at the top. He was, he was the first one we thought of. Hey, man. He was first got first one tagged. So. Oh man, hey, I told I told the people, man, we the best. We the best, man. The, we the best that the people don't know about. That being said, you know, twelve hundred people have listened to this stuff over the past month, and we appreciate every single one of you. And, and more things Absolutely. coming. More things coming. We got to change the game, Bondi. Thanks again. No problem, man. No problem. Happy to do it. You know it. Okay, okay, Vancouver. Before we leave you, we got to give you a list. Because that's what we do every time the city, my people, the Vancouver Canucks lose. We give you a list. We end things off on a fun note on the post-game show that comes at you right after the game and is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Boom, bam. That's what we do for you, baby. Right away, okay? Now, we have to continue the effort, all right? Because Chris Faber, my guy, he gave us the Nux Misconduct Network the cosign. A big one. That's like Kendrick Lamar again giving you the cosign. And we got one. And for that to happen, it only means that the fridge, it has to be it has to be stocked with Gatorade for the rest of the season. We got to have the almonds on deck. We got to have the oranges on deck. We got to be ready. We got to continue the pace. So let's give you this list. We're going to give you the 10 reasons. Yes, the 10 reasons why the Canucks are going to turn things around. Okay, at number 10. Preseason is over, right? Uh, this is just the preseason. Uh, you try jumping in to the world of professional sports without a preseason, right? Preseason matters. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Number nine. Uh, they'll start playing for their coach. Uh, this is big. This is important. I know the team has has sucked ass for the majority of the first six games in 2021, but I do believe they have a lot of respect for their coach, and, and and this is a big year for him. No, no contract, a quote-unquote lame duck. They got to start playing for the coach. They, they really do. Number eight, they get to spend more time with their dogs. They just got back home, and ever since they got home, right away, right, right away, they got to play back-to-back games against the Canadians. I assume tomorrow will be a day off. You can get these guys away from the rink. Uh, they'll be spending time with their dogs. I did that today. It really helped me out, okay? Again, feeling a little beat up this week. I, I believe, I actually, I know for sure. It's only because of fatigue, right? Nothing's going on. Life is great. I'm just fatigued, and my dog really helps me out. Hey, you got to take care of yourself, okay? Anyone listening to this, self-love, baby. Self-love. Be your biggest fan, all right? Aha! Okay, number seven, national attention, right? This team is finally getting national attention during the regular season. Uh, but this time, or for the first time in this case, it's uh, it's because they're embarrassing themselves in front of the whole country. Uh, this is supposed to be the best team in Canada. It really is. It really is, okay? Cut the music. Play this. It's raining. Vancouver. Hallelujah, it's raining. Vancouver. Come on, Vancouver. Don't even do it for us. Do it for yourself. If you're a hockey player, professional hockey player playing in the NHL, uh, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity to play in the all Canadian division. The rest of the divisions, the rest of them, what are they called? The West, the East? Uh, What's the other one called? Who cares? 
We're talking about the NHL. We're talking about Canada. Canada. The country that keeps the NHL afloat with its seven teams. It's something else. This division matters. And you are about to get slapped. Literally slapped by all the networks uh, for the effort. Not only just in this game, but again, this team has played, what, two and a half good periods of hockey all season. They'll be, they'll be listening to that. And, and I think uh, you can tell that by this team's competitive makeup, maybe not based on the first six games uh, of the season, uh, that will matter. And I think it will, uh, <laughs> uh, what, what's the quote? Light their asses on fire? Is that a quote? I don't know. I don't want my ass lit on fire, but hey, maybe that will help. <laughs> okay, maybe that will help. <laughs> that's something else lighting your ass on fire get the fuck out of here okay get the fuck out of here okay let's play the music let's get back to the list what do i got here oh they'll read our tweets are they only humans yo i don't know what percentage of athletes actually don't read uh, all, all the shit talking from the people from the city from the people I, I don't necessarily think it matters but there's gonna be a little bit of downtime here they're gonna be on their phones and uh here's the thing about the shit talking right you're, you're supposed to ignore it but it's really hard to ignore the truth and a lot of what the people are saying is the truth right now it, it really is is it overreaction over six games sure but uh, this sixth game uh, was pretty fucking bad okay uh, let's be honest up next we got ian clark he will adjust he will adjust he he might have to be uh, the mvp for this team for this organization moving forward here because this team it needs elite goaltending, and I still believe there's a possibility that could happen. Again, not based on what we saw, just based on me being optimistic, hopeful for my city, my people. Ian Clark, he needs to make one of these goalies, and I hope it's Demko. I hope it's Demko, but I could care less at this point. He needs one of these goalies to really step it up and be that backbone for this team that has a Swiss cheese defense that is going down. It's going down. Everyone's getting hurt. And even with a full defensive unit, with everyone healthy, I still believe, I still believe it's Swiss cheese, baby. They need one of these goalies to be blessed by Ian Clark. So he will adjust, okay? He really will. He really will. Up next, I believe during the next four or five days, right? Throw in a strong practice, okay? Yes, we're talking about practice, baby. Practice. Something will happen. Yo, maybe, yes, maybe, someone has to get in a scrap during this practice. I know, y'all don't want to hear it. Y'all don't want to hear it. What does that do for the culture? Uh, you, you want people to fight concussion season. I get it, I get it. It's, it's, it's insane to talk about, but I do believe there could be a moment in, in practice. <laughs> Yo, I'm reaching. What am I saying? I'm just lying to the people. Let's scratch that one, okay? Practice? Are we talking about practice? That's, I, I don't know about that one, okay? Let's carry on. They'll get a lot of reading done. I wrote that down. Reading done. Yes. Yes. Maybe tomorrow when they have a day off, I assume uh, they'll, they'll spend some time alone and get their mind right and escape. Escape in a book. I know I'm that person. Kyle Bowen. K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. Always telling the people to read books. Self-love, baby. And also, man, reading captions, reading tweets can really just break your heart sometimes. If you can just escape. Escape in a book. Get your mind right. I think it might center these boys, okay? So go read a book. If you're listening to this, Pedersen, Godet, even Myers, okay? Tyler Myers, you, you might need to read uh, 
<laughs> you might need to read a, a really fun book, okay? Because right now, uh, you, sh- you should not be reading Twitter. You should not. Yeah, d- don't do that, okay? Number two, Elias Pedersen will be ripping it up on Twitch, okay? Ripping it up. Just own it all these noobs and video games, and he'll get his confidence, okay? He'll get that swagger back. Now, more on Pedersen. I might as well stick on this. I, I got... I got all the faith in the world that this motherfucker is going to pick it up. Why? <laughs> Why? Because he's a motherfucker, okay? I'm not doubting Elias Pedersen. Does he have to be better? Of course. He knows that too. I, I don't think he's one of those people getting affected by tweets and whatnot. What the people are saying and what the media is saying. Uh, again, based on what he's doing on the ice, he's not fucking happy. He's not fucking happy. Of course he's not. He needs to pick it up. And maybe on this uh, little one-day break, he'll just be ripping up some noobs and find some swagger. He needs to realize, again, he's got all the swag in the world. And we're just not talking about drip. We're not talking about the clothes. This guy's full of fucking swag. He just needs to find that again. And when he does, <laughs> Vancouver. Vancouver. We'll, we'll be back to you know being the best team in Canada. And number one, the weather is great. The weather's great right now. We so fucking blessed. Mother Nature treated us right. Real talk. Treated us right. I have to stop the music for that one, okay? Because cause she needs a round of applause. I'm so happy to be from this city because of the damn weather. Unbelievable. And maybe I'm reaching, but hey, like I said, it's been a rough week. And I'm loving the fact that I can rely on Mother Nature having our back, yo. The West Coast, the best coast. This is the most beautiful place in the world. It's raining. Vancouver. Hallelujah, it's raining. Vancouver. Every we Gucci, baby. We Gucci. I think. And that is it. Another episode of Sippin' on a 40 has gone by that fast. I hope you had fun. We tried doing that for you. Okay, we try. We try our best. Again, we got that co-sign from Chris Favor, the king of podcasting in the city. Uh, we just doing our best. Doing our best to entertain you and talk about this game that we love. And, man, I, I truly do love this game. That being said, the NHL, an absolute joke when it comes to their relationship with improving diversity in the game of hockey how the fuck is this game gonna grow right i feel like we always bring it up but it's the damn truth yo it's gross Uh, these fools just wait for something to happen that goes viral in order to really kind of sort of not really (laughs) make a move and it's it's an absolute joke it's an absolute joke if you want to hear more about that uh, go check out the latest episode of Silky and Filthy on the network. It got kinda, it got, got kind of gloomy towards the end of it, but rightfully so because uh, my spirit was kind of sucked out of me. When I heard the news that these motherfuckers doing really nothing. <laughs> it, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. It really is. It really is. Hey, they got to do more. I got to do more to help this game grow. It's not impossible, but it's just discouraging when those at power the button pushers aren't really giving a fuck but hey that's the world right that's the world isn't it we just gotta do it and that's why i'm so excited to bring more video to this and show this face off to y'all real talk real talk real talk 
connect those dots. Again, that, that was another episode of Sipping on a 40. Go go check out the whole network, okay? The Nux Misconduct Network. Wherever you listen to hockey podcasts, boom, bam, give it a swipe, give it a tap. Boom, bam, you just made your hockey life a little bit better. All right, Vancouver, enjoy your night. Enjoy your afternoon. Enjoy your morning. I don't know when you're listening to this, but we, yes, we appreciate it. Peace.